0: What have we been talking about the last couple of weeks? Romans, you are right. Let's go, man. In the back, way to go. Uh, in the back, we also have some uh, notebooks and some pens as well. You can go grab one of those if you need to grab a Bible or a notebook to take notes. because it's going to be good stuff. Okay, so tonight what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about Romans chapter 8. So if you want to flip over to Romans chapter 8, we're going to be in there tonight. Um, But as we get started, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever heard an epic speech? An epic speech. Have you ever heard an epic freshman speech class? I gave a speech on why Batman is cooler than Superman. No lie. C minus. I got a C minus. I was like, really? And it wasn't because the content was bad, it was because I didn't cite my sources. Which, you know, like it's super opinionated. So like how am I supposed to cite sources? No, okay, so epic speech. Here's what I'm talking about. How many of y'all have watched a movie where, like, everybody's kind of down and out, like a sports movie or something, right? And everybody's kind of down and out, and the coach comes in and gives this, like, epic speech, and the other team goes out, and they win the game. How many of y'all you seen that kind of movie? Yeah? All right, how many of y'all have seen the original Mighty Ducks movie? Yes, let's go. Okay, I wasn't sure that would land. All right, the original Mighty Ducks movie. They're playing against the Hawks, right? The Hawks are the best team in the league. They haven't lost ever, right? Team the Mighty Ducks. And what happens, right? They're down and out late in the game and he what's what's the famous line that Bombay says to his Mighty Duck team? Ducks fly together. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly right. Ducks fly together, right? And the hockey team goes out and they win the little Peewee State Championship and everybody goes nuts. And then the next game they're like playing for the Olympics. Like the timeline of the movie it's, it's a weird timeline. But uh, or how many of y'all have seen the movie? This one, this may predate most of y'all. What up, dude? Uh, how many of y'all have seen the movie Braveheart? Yeah? It's kind of violent. So some of y'all probably have not seen it. But in that movie, these people are trying to, like, fight against their oppressors, right? And he's, like, trying to coach up and hype up this huge army of people to go and fight for their freedom. And, uh, and he's got, like, blue war paint all over his face. And he's, like, walking in front. Freedom! and everybody's like jacked up, and they're like, ah, and they all take off and just completely destroy the other army, right? Um, Or how about this speech? How many of y'all seen this? Fire that video, Darian. You might got to turn up the volume. Yeah, there we go. It's too big. Size matters not. Look at me. Does me by my size, do you? Hmm? Hmm. And where you should not. For my ally is the Force. And the powerful ally it is. It's energy. Surrounds us. And binds us. Luminous beings are we. Not this crude matter. You must the force around you, here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. You are the impossible. All right, that's the whole lesson right there tonight we're just gonna watch that three minute clip of star wars and try or try not there is no wait no do or do not there is no try Ooh, that was bad all right that's the whole lesson so y'all go home no, I'm kidding, but moments like that, right, like hype speeches that like the character in the movie or in real life or maybe you in real life are kind of feeling down and out And those epic speeches, right, those, those encouraging moments of like, hey, you are capable of way more than what you think you are capable of, right, they get us fired up, they get us hyped up, right? And even in, in terms of our life, when we kind of get bogged down with the details or we get frustrated about different uh, situations that we find ourselves in or different trials or temptations that we face, uh, or like we talked about at the weekend, the obstacles that are constantly in front of us that we have to try to overcome so that we can grow in our faith and we can get closer to Jesus, sometimes those things seem so big, Right? Those things seem so insurmountable, but there's a in our life. But what we're going to look at tonight in Romans chapter 8, uh, who wrote Romans? Paul, exactly. We're going to look at a Paul hype speech, basically, in Romans chapter 8, where Paul is basically hyping up Christians, telling you, hey, because of these things are true, you are capable of doing anything because you have God on your side. So flip in your Bibles to Romans chapter 8. Uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 31. We're going to start in verse 31 and read down through 39. If you don't have a Bible, it should be on the screen behind me. Starting Romans 8 uh, verse 31. It says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution? Shall famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep led to be slaughtered know in all these things that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love that is in God in Christ Jesus our Lord. All right. Romans eight, thirty-one through thirty nine. So what Paul is telling us here He's giving a hype speech, repeating a lot of against a bunch of different cultural influences from Rome and from Greece and from even their own Jewish culture in Israel of the day. Remember. Uh, a lot of jewish people did not care about jesus they didn't want to know about his message so they were fighting back against a lot of different influences to start to try to build up the church at that moment right and so as paul is writing all of these letters and encouraging the different churches encouraging all of these new christians that hey you can do this and the reason that you can do this is because you have god on your side right He's telling us that we have two choices, like we talked about last week. We have two choices between life and choosing between death. What did we talk about last week? That the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So, this world, living for the things of this world, working uh, towards being sinful, living a sinful life, or you can accept the free gift that God gives us f- with eternal life through His Son Jesus. And so what he's telling us is that when we feel weak, when we feel like that's a hard thing to do to choose life, what you have is the Holy Spirit on your side helping you and pushing you through it, right? That you are not fighting this fight all by yourself. That's the best part of it, is when we choose Jesus, we are no longer alone trying to make that decision. We have Jesus in our lives present. We have the Holy Spirit in our life Present with us to help push us to grow in our faith, to get closer to God, to ultimately realize what it is that He wants us to do in our life, right? And so when we remember these things, when we remember the things that God does, like He mentions uh, in verse, um, Son, but gave Him up for us all, how w- will He not also, along with Him, graciously give us all things? God doesn't spare His very own Son, God doesn't spare Himself in what He gives to us when we desire and when we chase after God. He gives up literally His own flesh and blood so that we have access to Him. And so if He gives up His own flesh and blood, if He sends His very own Son to us, for us, so that we have access to Him and we can experience God's salvation, why would He spare anything else from us, right? If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, the God who is for you is someone who would literally put his own life on the line on the cross. For us. When stuff gets hard and when stuff gets difficult and we can't really find a way out or we're struggling with the decisions that God is wanting us to make and we're making the wrong decisions, uh, it, it's hard, right? Life is really hard. It's hard to make the right decisions. And it's often uh, easy to kind of feel like that God is not with us. It's easy to feel like God is not present in our lives because we can't see him or maybe we can't hear what he is trying to tell us in that moment. But the cool thing is, like I mentioned a second ago, you are never alone. You are never by yourself. You have God, you have Jesus, you have the presence of the Holy Spirit with you. When you put your faith in Christ, you have God with you every step of the way. And there's literally nothing that you could ever do ever do that would pull you away and ship with you in every step of your life and I know it's hard I know it's difficult but the reason that God gives us the Bible is he gives us basically a giant book full of epic hype speeches if you want to think about it that way he gives us this book of encouragement to show us how much he deeply loves each and every single one of us that we have access to him that we have access to his strength right in verse 37 in all these things we are more than conquerors because of him who loved us for i am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor powers nor height nor depth or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of god that is in christ jesus our lord there is literally to give our trust and our faith to him we become conquerors with god Because God has already won. I talked about it this morning. If you were here this morning uh, in the main service, I talked about it up there that the moment that Jesus set foot into our life, He already won the battle. That Jesus already won the fight. He already won the war. He's already figured out how the story is going to end. And when we put our faith and our trust in Jesus, He lets us be a part of that victory. And we get to live it out with Him and tell other people about how awesome that Jesus is in our entire life. Now, Like I mentioned, it is, it is hard. It is very difficult a lot of times to live life. Because even though you have the victory, this world doesn't want you to remember that you have the friendship with Jesus. They don't want you to remember that God is with you all the time. Satan in this world wants you to live a life apart from God because then he has control of your life. So he's going to throw things at you like temptation. He's going to throw things at you like hardship and struggle. He's going to throw doubts in your path. He's going to throw misunderstandings your way. He's going to throw arguments at you. He's going to throw fights with your friends and fights with your family. He's going to throw bad grades at you, right? He's going to throw illness at you. He's going to throw all of these different things at you because he wants to trip you up and pull you Away from God, but we need to remember verse thirty-seven that in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Through Jesus, you are a conqueror. That no matter what is thrown at you from this world, no matter what Satan throws in your path, you are more than a conqueror. From those things, it's not by our own strength; it's by God's strength that we overcome those things. And so, I want to do something kind of a little a little different tonight. Uh, can I get a couple of leaders to come help me out, real quick? We're going to pass out these little pieces of paper. And what they are is it's a little printed out shield on a piece of paper, okay? Keep one for myself. There uh, you go. And there you go. If y'all pass that out to everybody. And then uh, can I get Becker, or Kristen, can y'all grab the cups of pens and y'all pass out? Make sure everybody gets a piece of paper and everybody gets a pen. We're going to do a little group activity before we bust out into small groups. Yay, coloring. (laughs) That actually rhymed. I'm impressed. I like that. Pen, friend. Help them to mend. I don't know. That's all I got. Take one pen, pass it to a friend. I was trying to think of something else that rhymed with that. (laughs) All right, has everybody got a shield? Everybody got a shield? Everybody got a pen? All right. Here's what I want you to do. Not talking to your neighbor. This is just for you and your little Jesus shields right here. All right? You can even write that at the top, Jesus. Jesus shield, if you want to. Uh, All right, here's what I want you to do. With your pen, I want you to write on this shield, on this side of the paper, where you see the actual shield, I want you to write the things that you struggle with. It can be, you can leave it generic like temptation, or you can be a specific or you can say uh, ice cream. I struggle with ice cream. I understand. It's okay. Uh, so I want you to write on this side of the paper things that you struggle with, all right? Things that you struggle with. Write like four or five things down. And I know we all struggle with stuff. So you can come up with something. Again, it can be as simple as ice cream. It can be as specific as arguments with mom and dad. I don't know what it is, but write it down. And don't don't look on each other's paper. You keep your eyes on your own paper if you can. All right. Write down 3 or 4 things that you struggle with. Things that you things that you have difficulty with. Things that Things that give you frustration, things that you feel like. All right, everybody got a couple of things on that side? Yeah? Three or four things on this side of the paper with the shield. All right? Once you get that, I want you to flip over your piece of paper, right, to the back side. If you hold it up to the light, you can kind of see it all the way through. So it still kind of looks like a shield. It still kind of looks like a shield. And Here's what I want you to do on the backside of your shield. I want you to write this verse that uh, we're going to have right up here on the screen. Romans eight thirty seven. Make sure you write out what it is. Romans eight thirty seven. And I want you to write this verse. Know in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. In all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. I'll give you all a minute to do that. You to write that on the backside. Romans eight thirty seven. Make sure you write down the reference so you don't forget where this verse is because it's a good verse. And all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Romans eight thirty seven. When y'all get that on your uh, on the back of your shield, so a couple of y'all look at me so I know when y'all are done. Sweet, sweet. Y'all are good. Y'all are doing so awesome. If you're done, you can draw some little crosses, maybe some hearts. Um, like the, little, the cool, is the S thing still cool? Or it's like the little lines and you make the S out of the lines? Yeah, okay. You can do like a tic-tac-toe game with yourself if you're done. No, just kidding. Don't, don't put a lot of stuff on that. But write uh, out that verse, Romans eight thirty seven. In all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. And then when you get that, I want y'all to look up here. Look at me when y'all are done, so I know when everybody's done. All right. Look up here when you're done. Quit looking at me, Lane. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Romans eight thirty-seven again. Make sure you put the reference down. Okay, Romans eight thirty-seven. All right. So as y'all are finishing up here here's what i want y'all to remember with this okay through god and through your relationship with jesus y'all listening through god and through your relationship with jesus he calls you more than a conqueror you have access to his you have full access to god and he calls you more than a conqueror because if our god is for us then nothing can stand up against us so i want you to think of this shield i don't want you to throw it away don't trash it and leave it on your chair But I want you to take this shield home with you. And I want you all to remember this image when you go back into your life this week. Because the minute you step foot out this door, probably even right now, you are already being hit with the things that this world wants to use to pull you away from God. The things that you wrote down on your shield, that stuff is already being thrown at you. And when the minute you walk out those doors and you walk back into this world and your phone starts buzzing and your buddy starts calling you, or when your parents start yelling at you, or when you're tempted to go look at stuff that you shouldn't be looking at online, or when you're tempted to steal something, I want you to remember the image of this shield, all right? Because when you have a relationship with Jesus, you have a shield that stands between you and this world. And too often, myself included, y'all, I, I do this myself, so I know that y'all will do it as well. Too often, I like to peek out from behind the shield, Right? When stuff starts coming my way and I I start peeking out and I start getting freaked out by all the stuff that the world is throwing at me and I forget the hope that really lies on the back of my shield, that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. When the world is throwing stuff at your shield, you don't need to be peeking around the shield or turning it around and looking at all the stuff that is hitting you, trying to take you away from God. What you need to be looking at is the back of your shield and reminding yourself, through Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. When God is with you, there's literally nothing that can stand up. When everything is thrown at you, don't look at the shield. Don't look around the shield. Don't drop your shield on the ground got an extra shield just in case. (laughs) Don't throw your shield on the ground because you don't have an extra shield. Look at that verse. Look at that reminder. Look at your Bible. Pray to God. Remind yourself of that God is the one who fights for you. God is the one who protects you. Keep your eyes focused on God Keep your focus on Jesus who stands between you and stands between a life separated from God. Keep your focus on Him and all the things that hit you, all the things that come flying at you will do nothing to knock you off the path that God wants you to walk on because your focus and your attention is solely on the God that loves you, the God that can't be defeated, the God who already has the victory in His hand. your mirror, put it in your car, in the glove box so you remember this, but Don't forget this image that you have Jesus who stands between you and the things that want to pull you away from God. Don't walk away from Him. Put your faith and your trust in Him and keep your eyes focused solely on Him. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that the best decision in this life that you could make is to put your faith and trust in Jesus because you will never, ever go wrong. You will never, ever fail when you have God on your side.